Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi friends, welcome back to English with Kayla. Today's English lesson will teach you some really interesting English phrases and we're going to be learning these English phrases not from a textbook, not even really from me, but we're going to be watching some of the most popular TikTokers on the internet and we'll be breaking down their English so that you can learn English in a really fun way. Let's get started. This first creator is one of my favorites on TikTok. Her TikTok name is Jeannie Weenie. Her real name is Sandra Jeannie Kwan, I believe. She's actually Canadian and she's been a flight attendant. She makes lots of interesting TikToks about her experiences as a flight attendant. This is someone who works on an airplane, serving the drinks and keeping the passengers safe. And she has some really, really funny and interesting stories. So let's watch one of her TikToks and I'll be stopping the stories that she tells in her TikToks and I'll tell you about the phrases that might be confusing to you as an English learner so that you can use them in your vocabulary and you can understand them when native speakers say them as well. You lost my luggage! Oh, hello. I didn't lose anything, but I will do my best to assist you. May I please get your passport and your luggage tag? You, the company, same, same. Thank you. Okay, so first of all, she says, you, the company, same, same. This means that you're no different than the company. I usually say same difference or I say, yeah, that's the same or what's the difference? So this just means like, come on, you are the company. Stop being like ridiculous. So she's acting as a flight attendant, which I assume was herself and an angry passenger. Let's keep watching. Okay, yep, your luggage is missing. That's what I said. Did you pick up your luggage when you transferred flights? No, you're supposed to send it to my final destination, which is here, but it's not here. Actually, because you flew internationally, you had to pick up your bags, clear customs, recheck your bags for this domestic flight. How was I supposed to know that? We okay, so a domestic flight is one that flies within the country. So a domestic Flight in the United States would go from one state to another, but if it went to Canada or it went to Mexico or it went to Brazil, it would be an international flight. You tell you when you check in and also prior to the plane landing. Well, if someone told me, I would have picked it up, but clearly no one told me. Let me just call the other airport and locate your bank, right? That phrase clearly, if you say clearly, it means obviously. It means like, of course, like, do you see what's going on? Clearly, no one told me. Obviously, no one told me. Those mean the same. Hello, hi. I was wondering if you can help me locate a lost luggage. Great, uh, it's luggage tag A35456. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, makes sense. Uh-huh, yeah, that's the one, yeah. Okay, thank you so much. They found it? No, they couldn't find it anywhere. Your bag just disappeared. 
poof. That phrase poof, it means like it was magic. It poofed into the air. Like a fairy godmother did a spell to make it just disappear into the air. That's what we use that phrase poof to mean. Did you buy insurance? Oh. Well, can they look harder? It has to be there. Luggage doesn't just get up and walk away on its own. That's another interesting phrase in English. We say when something just is missing and we say it has to be here, it has to be in my house, or there's no way it can just be gone, you can say it didn't just get up and walk away. It didn't just walk away on its own. This means that it's not a living thing, it's not a person, so it can't walk. It has to be here. So she's just emphasizing that you should be able to find the luggage. Jeannie Weenie, I always watch your TikToks and YouTube shorts. Whenever I see them, I always have to click and then I, I watch because her stories are just so good. Let's watch one more from Jeannie Weenie and we'll break down those natural English phrases. This story happened like a bazillion years ago, but recently it just keeps replaying in my mind. So I just want to share it with you. So before my flight attendant days, I was actually working at a hotel as a telephone operator. I would just connect calls like I didn't even. Okay, that sounds like an interesting job. I myself have worked in call centers. When I was in college, to make extra money, I would work in call centers. So I would assist people with their credit cards or I would sell them things or other financial things I worked on. It's an interesting job and you get some really angry people, which is kind of annoying. So be nice to people on the phone. Jeannie Weenie was a telephone operator at a hotel. So let's listen to her story. To see guests or other staff members, I was like in this little room, you know, just answering phone calls. I get this one call from a guest and he's like completely losing it. His airline. A guest is someone that stays at a hotel. If you work at a hotel, you would call the people staying in the rooms guests. I that he was on lost his luggage. Another lost so luggage. So he had no voice. luggage and he was leaving on a cruise the next morning. So he was pretty much going on this rant saying like, you know, what am I supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. You know, I could have reacted in two different ways. I remember one time when I was much younger, the airline lost my luggage. It doesn't happen that often, I think, anymore. But basically I was on vacation for two days and I didn't have any clothes. And I think I had to go to the store and buy a toothbrush and, you know, an extra t-shirt at least and underwear to get me through the two days that it took for them to find my luggage. Ways, option number one would have been like, oh, that sucks. Good luck to ya. I decided to go with option number two. This is not- Okay, so she's being sarcastic there. Good luck to ya means like, it's all you. You have to figure it out. Good luck. If you say good luck in this way, you don't actually mean it. You're just saying like, it's not my problem. And then this phrase, that sucks, you can mean that's really bad, that sucks. Or you can actually be sympathetic in a way to people sometimes. Like this can be a genuine phrase if someone says like, I lost my luggage and you're not really going to help them, but you want to let them know that you feel empathetic for them. You can say, oh, that sucks. And I wouldn't use this in a professional setting, but with your family and your friends, it's completely fine. My job to do this i don't even know why i said this but i said she is going above and beyond so i got all this information and then i called the airline i called the airport and guess what 
I found his luggage. Thank the heavens that his luggage was actually at the Vancouver airport and not in some random country. So I literally told him, like, listen, you need to send this to our hotel right now. Like, I don't care. Put it in a cab. Send it in a courier. I don't care. Send it to us right now. She said, send it in a courier. A courier is a vehicle that drives a package from one place to another. It's usually a short distance. So if you order something from a delivery service or like a website, usually like UPS or FedEx will bring it. But if you ordered something locally and a person just drives it in their car to your house, they would be considered a courier. And actually, that's another job I had in college. I was a courier. <laughs> I delivered all sorts of mail for my college suitcase arrived to our hotel and then I get a phone call from the front desk the manager was like hey Sandra get your ass down here right now there's someone here to see you and I was freaking out because guess what I don't get to see people I don't see people I stay in my little switchboard dungeon so I go to the front okay so her boss did not probably say he didn't actually say get your ass down here because we don't say that to each other at work that's a really informal phrase and it can be like exciting like get down here, or it can be like me and like, you're in trouble, get down here. And waiting for me there is this like huge 50 year old white guy. And then he gives me a huge hug and he goes, you don't understand, you saved my trip. Aw. In a split second. That's a nice story. And then you saved it. So thank you. And of course- A split second, that means like something happened really fast. So you can say, in a split second, life can change. This means that there could be an accident and somebody could die by getting hit by a car or something like that. It, it just takes a small amount of time. And that's usually when we use this phrase, in a split second, your life could change. That means quickly. It was a mess, so I was like, you're welcome. I don't know, I guess I'm trying to say is, I, I just felt so powerful that day. Just by being empathetic and even just showing just a little bit of kindness. Nice message. You have to be you nice. You know how much that can positively impact that person's life. This story just always makes me happy. And I just want to let you know that you guys are all powerful too. So I hope you use that power and share positive impact and kindness to each other. Also, full disclosure, he did tip me. Uh, I did accept it because I don't get tips at Switchboard. But uh, I didn't do it for tips, FYI. So a tip in the United States, if you're not from here, is extra money that we do for someone that does a really good job. And when you go to a restaurant, you're expected to tip at least 15%. But of course, it's, it's not a law. You're not required to. But usually you tip a little bit more than 15% of the bill if your server or your waiter or your waitress does a good job. Wait, why are you recording? Don't worry about what I'm doing. You want to be done? Yeah, I do. So you want to break up? For good. For, for good? Oh. Forever. Oh, forever. forever. Okay, so this one just popped up on my For You page. I thought there were some good phrases that we could learn from it. If you say, is it for good? It means forever. Like, she repeats. So, so maybe if you're trying to become more green, more earth conscious, you could say, we are going to stop using plastic bags for good. This means forever. Like, we're done doing it. Hey, cool. You gonna move somebody new? Yeah, yeah. Like that. Someone brand spanking new. All right, cool. Well, good luck with that thing. Thank brand you. spanking new. She's just giving him attitude. This is a really common way to just say it's really new. It's it's really new and nice. My car is brand spanking new. This just emphasizes that you did not buy a used car. 
you went out and bought a brand spanking new car. Wait, Bye. Wait. Wait, Give what? me back that tooth. What? The tooth that oh I bought my for God. you. No. Yeah, because you had a missing tooth. Remember that? So? Yeah, I bought it for you. Give it no. back. No. It's my Give tooth. Give it back. You know what? It's That's mine. It's mine because I paid for you it. You want to be petty? Yeah, I want to be petty. Yeah. Give it to me. Someone who's petty is very immature. They, you know, get mad and they might say, I want that back. Instead of just being mature like an adult and saying, it's fine, you can keep it, I'm going to move on. They're very petty. They act like a child. There you go, Master of Petty. There you go. Yeah, Master Petty. So? This is how you're going to kiss your man? You do uh, that, right? Cheese, like cheese, that. still yeah, cute, still cute, still cute, still cute. Yeah. Still get All a right. brand new spanky say man. Bye. So they're obviously joking. I, I looked at their account. They, they're married. They have kids. But <laughs> she's saying, I'm going to get a new man. This means a new husband or a new boyfriend. Sometimes people call their husbands their man. Okay, I get these TikToks from Joe Bartolozzi all the time. It says in his bio, he's 19. He's from New Jersey. And he said, I'm not mad. I'm joking. So his TikToks are pretending to be super outraged about strange videos on the internet. He's got a super popular account. Chances are, if you've been on TikTok, you get his videos on your For You page because he has 17.2 million followers and 1.1 billion likes. That's a lot. So let's watch this one and see if there's any good vocabulary that we can pick out. Sit. Good boy. Why do people do this with wild animals? I'm outraged as well. That's pretty cool you total leopard had to said. Here's my problem. What if he bites you? Not even out. So he says, here's my problem. This means this is what I disagree with in the video. Here's my problem. Out of anger. He looks like a nice leopard. Let's say he's a nice leopard. I can't really tell at the end of the day. I've never met a leopard, but let's say he's a nice leopard. The end of the day means you can't really say for sure. Or if you want to say, um, that you can say something for sure. You can say, at the end of the day, we're best friends. So even though we argue at the end of the day, we're friends. This means that even though we argue, I know for sure that we're friends. And in this video, he says, at the end of the day, I couldn't really tell you. This means I can't say for sure because he's never met a leopard. Let's say you're playing around with a leopard, right? You're wrestling with him like you would with a dog. He gives you a little play nibble with his four-inch canine teeth. English speakers either say wrestling or wrestling. It's just a, a very slight um, accent thing. And I'm not really sure what parts of the United States say wrestle and wrestle because where I live, I hear people say both. Oh, it's a little too hard of a play nibble. Your arm's gone. You're bleeding out. He smells the blood. Up. Oh to the jugular, he drags you into his den, he eats you alive, that's what happens. Okay, so when we say a play nibble in this situation, a nibble is a small bite. So he is saying, is it a play nibble or is it a real nibble? Sometimes with children we say, are you play fighting or are you real fighting? Kids will say that we're play fighting, this means they're just pretend. So when you say play, it means for fun or for pretend. And I agree with Joe here. You should not be that close to such a vicious animal. Leopards are beautiful, but they can be quite dangerous. Stay away. Next, we're gonna look at some TikToks from Hannah Montoya. She's actually an American TikToker. She's only 20 years old, which makes me feel very old. 
But she's going to use some really interesting slang when she tells stories and does skits in her TikTok. So let's get to watching one. Guys, guess what shoes I'm wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing Converse. I didn't want to dress up. That's so- Okay, so the caption is the pick me girl goes to the prom. So a pick me girl or a pick me boy is someone who does things for attention. They try to be everyone's friend. They're doing things just to seem cool and they don't care and so she's you know acting out what this would look like and the prom in the united states is what we refer to the big dance in high school you go two years you go when you're a junior and a senior so your last two years of public school you go to a prom and it's like a dance and you get really dressed up it's a really strange tradition so stupid yes jake i am wearing a dress stop it's so girly and i hate it like you know i would rather be wearing sweatpants right now i don't know why we had to go to such a nice place like i literally would have been okay with pizza did you just order a salad Is it so she said i would have been okay with pizza this means that like she didn't really want to go to the nice place she didn't need to she thinks that it would have been cool to just get pizza so she's trying to be very casual and you know act like she's not excited to be going to a fancy restaurant because you're afraid to eat in front of the guys uh can i get a double cheeseburger i'm literally one of the guys right aiden right isn't it so weird that i'm wearing that's a funny phrase as well one of the guys if you say that a girl is one of the guys it means that she's not super girly guys tend to act more casual they're not worried about what they're wearing um, they like to talk about sports. This is obviously very stereotypical. So if you call a girl one of the guys, or she's just one of the guys, it means that she gets along with guy friends. Not in a romantic way, but more as a friend. Makeup right now, like I could never wear as much as you are. It's just like really cakey and like so fake. Got a spray tan? Why do you care so much about what the guys think? Ew, I wish they would stop playing love songs. That's so gross. All right, so that was a funny one, making fun of pick me girls. Let's watch another one of Hannah's TikToks. They're super popular. She has 4 million followers on TikTok, so I always come across her videos on my For You page. Oh my god, honey, your mother told me she grounded you and I came over here as fast as I could. Everything is gonna be okay, your auntie is here. It's like I'm your fairy godmother. So it says, POV, your aunt from New Jersey finds out you got grounded. So POV stands for point of view. So it's supposed to be like you, looking at your aunt. It's like pretending when it says POV on TikTok. To be grounded means to be told by your parents that you are not allowed to leave the house. It's used as a punishment. So the punishment is to be grounded. It means you just have to stay in your room and be bored and you're prevented from doing things that are typically fun for a child or a teenager. All right, this next TikTok comes from someone named Dan Dana Winter. Let's watch. Oh, you're good. I'm just. <laughs> do you want to interview my dog? Huh? So, do you want to interview my dog? So, do your dogs want to do an interview? Oh, my goodness. Yes. I will never pass up the opportunity to interview a dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is footage for someone that is on the news. She works as a news reporter. And she first says, Oh, you're good. If you say you're good to someone, like, it means you're not a problem. Like, keep going because I think he said oh sorry and then he jokes like do you want to interview my dogs and then what's funny is she says I will never pass 
up the opportunity to interview a dog. I'll never pass up an opportunity to interview dogs. And to pass up something means to say no to it. So you can pass up dinner. This means that you say, no thanks, I don't want dinner or food. And in this case, she's joking that she loves dogs so much that she would never pass up the opportunity to interview them on the news, like ask them questions. So you just learned a new phrasal verb from this funny, kind of cute TikTok. We're gonna move on to another very popular Canadian TikToker. Her account is called Call Me Chris, and she has a ton of views as well. Man, I'm starving. They're taking a while. Yeah. So anyway, my cat Whiskers is just like... Sorry for the wait, guys. Are we all... So this TikTok, the caption is, the worst people to eat with at restaurants. And if you say someone is the worst, they're the worst type of person, it means they're annoying. So this is the worst or the most annoying people to eat with at restaurants. And I, when I go to a restaurant, I'm usually pretty hungry. And if I wait too long to eat, I get hangry. How about you? All ready to order? Oh, yes, I've been ready for like 20 minutes. I will get the chicken strippets with uh, frites, please. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Could I actually just get a couple more minutes? No worries at all. I'll be back in a few minutes. What do you so if you ask for a couple more minutes, could I get a couple more minutes? It just means you need more time. It's a really casual way to say, could I have just a little bit more time because I'm not ready. So the one woman at the table that Call Me Chris is acting at, is very hungry, she's ready for her food, that's me. And the other person at the table is like, oh, take your time, like, I need a couple more minutes. I mean, you're not with oh, yeah, Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, my cat And she's whispers. telling the most, just, like, the dumbest so story. Weird right now, like, usually when he now about her like, cat. But now he's doing this weird thing where it's like, hey, we know what we're getting. So sometimes a server at a restaurant will just say, we know what we're getting. Do you know what you're getting? This means, are you ready with your order? Do you know what you're going to order? It's basically asking, what do you want? And it's it's more casual than, could I take your order now? Do we know what we're getting? It means, are you ready? And what do you want? Oh, you know what? I haven't even had a chance to look at the menu. That's I just, okay, um... take your time. No, no, get back here. Uh, I am deciding for you. You're getting the seafood linguine. She's getting the seafood linguine. But I'm allergic to seafood. Good. Sorry, I'm just hungry. It's okay. I don't give a shit about your cat. Oh my, all right. Very dramatic, very funny. Let's watch another one from Call Me Chris. Uh, excuse me, miss, are you from around here? Uh, yeah, born and raised, how can I help you? Oh, fantastic, our Google Maps. So if you ask someone, are you from around here? This means, do you live around here? Do you know the area well? And if someone is about to ask for directions, they wanna make sure that you are not another tourist. You are not a visitor. You actually know the roads. And it is kind of awkward when someone stops you either while you're walking or, you know, they're in a car and they're like, excuse me, are you from around here? It, I'm always like, yes, uh, how can I help you? A little bit embarrassed and timid or shy. And then another interesting phrase that was in this is born and raised. If you just say, yep, I'm born and raised here. If you say that you were born and raised somewhere, it means you've lived there your entire life. If someone says, are you from here? You can say, I was born and raised. Oh, fantastic. Our Google Maps are just being wacky and we need directions to the If something is mall, wacky, so it's being sure. weird. Yeah, yeah. All right, people, let's get this lady some directions. Memory, you're up. 
I'm on it. I'm just, um... So now she's pretending that we're in her brain, and this is what happens when someone asks her for directions. I'm having some slight issues. What seems to be the issue, memory? Uh, no issue, sir. I think I, I found some random points of interest we could... A point of interest is like an attraction. So a point of interest might be like a beautiful cliff that you can hike up to or a bridge or maybe there is um, an amusement park or a mall. So some random points of interest might be like really weird things that people would visit. Perfect, send it. Uh, sorry, yeah, so uh, you're gonna go up the hill and you're gonna see a Wendy's, okay? And then you're gonna take a right, but if you see a lamp post with a bunch of graffiti genitalia on it, you went a little too far, so you're gonna wanna come oh, back. Yeah. Could we just get uh, uh, street names? That might make it. If you say to someone, then you've gone too far, it means you need to turn around. You were not supposed to drive that far. Yeah, sure, I just, I I'm can't seem to find well. any. I've lived here our entire lives. How have we not retained any street names? Okay, I found something. I found something. Okay, it, it looks like all the local street name information was overrided by knowing all the lyrics to Eminem's recovery and relapse albums <laughs> and knowing the entire dialogue to Step Brothers and She's the Man. I don't, God damn it! Oh, we'll put something out there, anything, anything on it. If something is overrided or overwritten, it means like you erase something in order to make room for something else. Or on a machine, you can say, I'm going to override the computer. This means I'm going to tell the machine to stop working, to stop doing something, and I'm going to do it for it instead. No hablo inglés. What the f was that? I found some ninth grade Spanish in the back room and I just, I thought it might get us out of the situation. I, I don't, I don't know, sir. Oh my God. Oh, no problemo. Yo hablo espanol, okay? Yo necesito. She knows Spanish? No, okay. Throw some more out. We took it for four years. I hear what you're saying, sir, but it's showing me that grade 10, 11, and 12 is completely wiped from our memory. Oh my goodness. So this is like a joke that like, if you don't want someone to talk to you, say, I, I don't speak English. And you're an English learner, so maybe you can use this phrase. Uh, it's just showing a black screen with the word repressed on it. I don't... Do we remember how to run? Not well, but yes. Send it. On it. If you say that something is wiped from your memory, you can be talking about your computer or your phone, or you can be talking about your brain. It just means that... You got rid of it. It's not there if you wipe it out. I hope that you guys enjoyed this very different way of learning English. If you want to check out some more English slang using TikToks, check out this video right here. I hope that you'll subscribe and like this video for more English lessons with me. My name's Kayla. I'm an American English teacher, and I'll see you guys in the next lesson. Goodbye!